0: This is 5-Minute Friday on what AI platform companies might be like in a decade. For the last two 5-Minute Fridays, I've been joined by Ben Taylor, and we have him again this week answering questions from me on specific, important AI questions. So two weeks ago, we had him filling us in on how you sell a multi-million dollar AI contract. Last week, he was back to let us know why CEOs care about big AI contracts and the big difference that that can make for their businesses. So now looking ahead, as we did a bit last week into the future and what AI can do for us. Let's dig into that more this week by asking, what should we expect from AI platform companies 10 years from now? So could one AI platform eat all of the niche AIs, for example?
1: Uh, I love this question. So with AI platforms, one of the issues you run into is you can start going after every problem. And that, that is a little concerning because you have limited resources. What's the customer acquisition cost? You, typically, people want to do market vertical, verticalizations, but eventually there will be a platform that can go after every problem. So, any problem that you and I would roll up our sleeves and say, principal level data scientists calling like reporting for duty, I'm going to dive in and do this. In 10 years, the, the platform will do it all. In mm-hmm. a few themes that you'll see, there will be more data type expansions, more data source expansions. So, they'll be able to tackle more problems that previously required your heroics to fill in the gaps and then it'll be more approachable by more users. So we talk about uh, democratizing AI. Right now you have to code, but there is a future that I'm very excited about where not only do you not need to code, you don't even have to know the UX, you don't have to know the UI. So I I imagine executives in the future, I call it, um, we go through this next five to seven years, you're going through anticipated actions, but then you get into the territory that I call Jarvis for everyone. So Jarvis for everyone, yes, you can use the UX. Yes, you could use the APIs if you choose to, right. or you just talk to it. Right. So you go into your office, and you're like, "Hey, just like you and I might task a group of five or ten junior data scientists, you are now tasking this intelligent platform because voice is a much more natural way to communicate." And we really are there, like the accuracy in ASR, the the quality of NLP. So ten years from now, you will have these very specific and direct. What's ASR? Uh, automatic speech recognition. So yeah. a human, the word error rate, substitution, inclusion, or deletion, um, yeah. is plus or it's it, it, not not plus or minus. It's three percent word error rate. A ASR systems in the past have been really bad. Like we're talking twenty percent word error rate, which yeah. is hard for you to read. Yeah. But that is quite good. Um, with Alexa and these other systems, they're they're really good because they control the hardware. If you get below that then it's you don't want bad asr at the top of the pipeline because that's going to mess up all the downstream nlp so when asr is so good that it is it can hear everything that you and i are saying right with one percent word error rate then it's ready to now have a conversation which is it's a much more efficient way to interact with any software platform because otherwise you have to learn the ux you hope it's intuitive and why do a five, six, seven, nine step process when you can just ask the question. So a fun, fun thought to sneak in there. People, some people don't like personifying the AI, but I think it's a little, a little charming. <laughs> so you can imagine a scenario where I'm giving, inst- I'm drinking a glass of wine on the balcony, I'm giving some instructions to this AI system, and I'm gonna go to bed, but I messed up. I gave it some instructions that were faulty or something I asked it to do wasn't quite right, And while I'm sleeping... a little evil. (laughs) Uh, So so while (laughs) I'm sleeping, this AI system desperately needs to try second, third, fourth, fifth alternative. It needs to proactively unblock itself, even though it was my fault that I gave it. I told it to do this churn model or hopefully something much more advanced than that. And so uh, it will wake up I'll wake up in the morning and not only... Create me some customers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who will never churn. Yeah. Make my competitors go bankrupt. <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> so that eventually when you have the singularity, it will surprise you. You're like, oh, wow, it actually crawled the web and downloaded all this data that maybe was illegal, but I didn't know it could do that. Right. Um, yeah, so you'll have to be very specific. that. <laughs> Yeah. I need you to find all data possible without violating GDPR and <laughs> any local
0: laws Right. Um, all right so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so we've got this uh, this AI system that can not only uh, understand your commands but also understand mistakes that you might have made in your commands yeah and automatically yeah
1: and, and some people might not like this future but I think I think it's a great future because you and I are underqualified, not, not uh, everyone, everyone that's listening, you are underqualified for most of the work you're going to do tomorrow. Wouldn't you rather spend your time being underqualified where you're literally learning or you're trying these new challenges? And I, and I think that's a very exciting place to be because what are we going to do? We're going to do a lot of things that have never been done but unfortunately today we waste time reading emails. Doing or or even some of the machine learning things you might do, you you've built this bike so many times. You're just kind of you. It's not building itself yet, and Mm -hmm. so I'm I I'm really excited about that future. And and I think there's plenty of space to play for niche AI players, but I do see some monster platform company that begins to gobble them all up, And, and that that would kind of. Uh, not that Mark Cuban, like his, um, he has this quote that AI will usher in the world's first trillionaire. Mm-hmm. So if you have that company right. that is running at that level, then it most likely is a $10 trillion market cap company. And so maybe there's a trillionaire hidden in there somewhere. Right.
0: Maybe it's you, listener. listener. Yes. Get to work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for today's episode. We'll be back with Ben Taylor for the fourth and final time next week to ask him another topic that prepares us for the future how to get kids excited about STEM subjects. In the meantime, keep on rocking it out there, folks, and I'm looking forward to enjoying another round of the Super Data Science Podcast with you very soon.